What's up there, good peoples? In today's podcast episode of the Cameron Norfleet Podcast, we will be talking about eight tips for landlords to avoid evictions with cash for keys. So if you don't currently own property, rental property, um, or if maybe you have some rental property, but you've never uh, really had a bad tenant, number one, I think that you should uh, be very grateful for that. Um, but uh, if this is something that you plan to stay in, then uh, understand that it's going to happen. All right. It's going to happen. Uh, so you want to have some tools in your toolbox as to how you're going to deal with uh, with problematic tenants, tenants that uh, really you just kind of want them to leave. Right. Um, so whether that means that they're not, you know, they haven't been paying rent or for one reason or another, you just don't really want to renew their lease and you want them to go. Um, a lot of times that happens with problematic people. You don't want any trouble. You just want them to go, right? You just don't want to really renew your lease with them. You just want them to move out. You move on with your life. They move on with their life. And everybody's happy, right? So once again, another tool, another tool that you can have in your toolbox is cash for keys. So what is cash for keys? Um, I'll start by saying this. Cash for keys is a, um, it's kind of a controversial, uh, debated um, topic amongst landlords and so on and so forth. Some people are really for it. Some people hate it, just hate the concept of it. And I understand both sides. All right. Um, but, uh, it's definitely something that you want to have in your toolbox so you can use it. Um, if the time arises, so cash for keys is basically when you uh, decide to give the tenants money for them to move out so that you don't have to go through the eviction process. All right. Um, so again, maybe they maybe they haven't been paying you money. They haven't been paying your, your rent. Right. Um, but uh, you just decide to give them uh, some of cash so they can just leave. Just uh, take their problems and go. Right. So it's important to understand that the eviction process can be very, very expensive. Uh, and that's not even to, to include the cost of uh, having your unit vacant um, for months on end, possibly possibly having to pay uh, for storage for your for your for your tenants for 30 days past the time that they're that they've been evicted. Uh, and that doesn't include really even the uh, the repair costs if, if they damage the unit and all that good stuff. So, I mean, it, it's uh, eviction can be a, a really, really rough process. So cash for keys is a way to uh, possibly avoid all that drama. Evictions can actually go um, up to five thousand uh, dollars or more. And that's again, that's just legal fees. OK, we're not talking about uh, repair costs and all that stuff. That's just legal fees. Evictions can be very expensive for landlords. So there's no doubt that uh, if you was to pay, let's just say 500 bucks, um, if you were to give the tenants $500 to just leave and, you know, and have them promise that they're not going to uh, to damage the unit before they leave and they're going to leave the unit in uh, moving condition, you know, and that's that is a condition of them getting this $500. A lot of times that that actually works out. It definitely is something that you want to look at. And again, that $500 is. It was just a number that I'm throwing out there. It could be more, could be less. Maybe you want to give them uh, $500 plus their security deposit back or not their security deposit or whatever, you know, however, um, however it works out for you. It really depends on, um, on a few factors. You know, there's a few factors that you want to consider uh, when you're thinking about doing cash for keys. You want to look at the, the type of unit that, that you're renting out. You want to look at the tenant and their situation. You want to look at uh, the reason that you want them out. You want to look at their personal situation and what motivates them. All these are factors in uh, determining if cash for keys is right for you and if it's right for 
for the tenant. But $500 a lot of times uh, would be uh, a, a good bet for, for, for someone that, uh, that's in a situation where they're facing eviction, you know, especially if they actually do care about their credit and so on and so forth. They, you know, a lot of people don't want an eviction on their record. They understand that uh, with an eviction on their record, it's very, very hard to find another unit to rent. Okay, so that is a um, that's a big reason why cash for keys is, is powerful as well. So I'm going to give you eight tips, eight tips to make your cash for keys strategy work. So number one, explain to the tenant in detail exactly what they need to do. So you can tell them that they must leave the unit in uh, move in ready condition and they have to repair any damages that are in the in the uh, in the unit. This saves you cleanup costs and reduces the chance that, uh, that the tenant will actually damage the property on the way out. Number two, give the tenant a specific date that they need to move out by. You can give them three days, you can give them a week or two weeks, or even just by the end of the month, just tell them they need to be out by the end of the month or whatever. Uh, again, it, it's all depending on your situation, on the tenant situation, and uh, what, what each party needs to be done. Just remember that cash for keys is a strategy that should be used to get them out of the property quickly and efficiently. Number three, get it in writing. This might be on a uh, an actual signed contract or maybe an email or, or a text message or what have you, but you want it in writing the total agreement that you guys are agreeing to. That's number three. Number four, you want to still, still, even though you're going to do the cash for keys, you still want to serve them with a notice to quit. Why would you still give them a notice to quit? Well, because if they uh, fail to uphold their end of the bargain, you still want to be able to uh, to get them out of the unit via the eviction process as soon as you possibly can. Number five, you want to make sure that you actually meet with the tenant. So once they call you or text you, email you, whatever, and say, and they say that uh, they've upheld their end of the bargain, you actually want to meet with them at the property and make sure that you bring someone with you just for for uh, for safety precautions. And also, you want to make sure that you bring a uh, a change a change of locks, a, a, um, a new lock set, however you want to word that. Uh, you want to bring that with you number six you want to inspect the property this is just to make sure that the uh the tenant has totally lived up to their in, their end of the bargain you want to walk around the property make sure there's no damage you want to make sure that it is actually in move-in ready condition you want to take photos maybe even a video the home should be in uh good shape and if it's not then you know what maybe leave tell the tenant listen there's some damage right here or or, or this is not what we agreed to that's not what we agreed to so let them know listen i'll, I'll be back in two hours three hours and make sure that that that, uh, that this gets done. What you don't want to do is end up giving them the, uh, you know, give them the, the money that you guys agreed to and then tell them, you know, well, listen, just make sure that you get it done within the next X amount of time. Don't do that. So number six is to inspect the property. Number seven, sign the paperwork. So you already have some type of documentation what the agreement is, but now you want to actually have them sign a statement stating that they relinquished the property and they are no longer tenants. They need to sign and they need to date this. This will protect you just in case later on down the road, they try to uh, call the cops or sue you and say that you uh, that you changed the locks on them or whatever the case may be. So you want to make sure this is documented. And then number eight, hand over the cash. Granted, if everything looks good, uh, they, they upheld their end of the bargain, then um, it's time to give them the uh, $500 or whatever it is that, that you guys agreed to. And that's uh, those are the steps. So with that said, it's important to note that uh, cash or keys does not work for everybody. As landlords, I know that some landlords just totally refuse to do it. You know, they, they just 
you know, I, I know that there's just something that doesn't feel right about rewarding bad behavior. This person did, did not, uh, this person hasn't been paying you your rent and now you're going to actually hand them more money. I know it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't seem right. I, I, I get it. I can sympathize with that. I, I, I feel you, right? Uh, but with that said, it's my belief system that landlording is a business and you cannot take this personally, even though it, it's, I, it's hard. It's hard. I get it. All right. But you can't take this personally. Understand that this is a business. I doubt very seriously if the CEO of Walmart or Target takes it personally when someone steals from your local Walmart or Target. All right. I doubt if they're taking that um, personally. It's 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 business. So you just got to cut your losses. Also, some tenants will uh, outright refuse to do a, uh, a cash for keys agreement. I mean, think about it. If you know, let's say your rent is a thousand dollars a month and they know that the uh, they can get an extra three or four months out of you going through the eviction process. Are they going to take your five hundred bucks or are they going to take that uh, that three to four thousand dollars in savings so that they actually have some money to put down as their security deposit for the next property? So once again, cash for keys is not for everybody, uh, but it's just a tool for your tool belt just in case you come across a, uh, a situation where, where is it could work for you. So that's that. I hope this has been educational for you. I hope that you uh, have taken some notes. If you didn't take notes, make sure you go back. It's not that it's not a very long podcast. Just go back and listen and take some notes down. If you know someone that owns multiple properties, this might be something that you want to pass on to them. Just share this this uh, podcast episode with them. I'm sure they can get something good out of it. That's all I got for you guys for today. As always, thank you for your time. Make it a great day.